0: A teen gets framed for pranks in her town and must enlist the help of a strange friend to help take down the creepy culprit.
1: This episode of the Walt's Vault podcast is brought to you by DonorsChoose.org. Our very own old man negative Luis is requesting your help. Due to COVID, the high school soccer team that he coaches is switching seasons and needs better gear. He is conducting a donation drive for his boys' soccer team in hopes of getting them some short-sleeve soccer jerseys in order to relieve them from possible heat-related illness. Luis says that if you are willing to donate, he will love you until the end of time, probably at least a million years. We only need $500 to reach the projected goal, so please go donate now. In addition to Luis's undying love, anyone who donates will get an exclusive signed picture of the entire Waldvogel crew with Luis in an Olaf costume and. You know how much he hates Olaf, but he's going to be wearing the costume. That's the kind of dedication that he has to his students. So go to DonorsChoose.org, type in Luis Ruiz, or click the link that's in our description below to go and donate now. Thank you for your help. Welcome to The Walt Vault with Andre,
2: Michelle, Emily,
1: and Luis. We are a family-friendly podcast where each and every week we watch and review a different Disney movie. Be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to... The Waltz Vaults, episode one, two, three.
3: One, two, three. Four, five, six. Easy as
1: (laughs) ABC. I was like four by <laughs> six. Just <laughs> <six laughs> <kept laughs> counting. Six, seven, eight. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nine, ten. <laughs> what's Here happening? That's how y'all? you count. Um, <laughs> <Ten>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Happy Halloween. Uh, oh. what, when When is this episode coming out? Okay. It's almost Halloween. But or you know it was just Halloween. No, it's almost Halloween.
3: You know <laughs> what you could do about this is? This is like officially an anniversary episode. That's right. Yeah. That is so. In 2017, we ah. debuted Ooh. the Walt Vault for the first time on October 30th with mm. our first episode on none other than Hocus Pocus. Hocus yes. Pocus.
2: Yeah. I don't know why I keep wanting to say it was Halloween Town. We did that the next year. That's right.
3: Yeah. So we've actually done lots of good creepy stuff for each of our anniversary episodes. Wait, is
2: Hocus Pocus a Disney Channel original?
3: No. no. Oh dang it. But we've done lots of good. Like I, pr- I call them all good and this movie this week's movie is considered the most scary disney channel original movie that's right this mm-hmm. week
1: we are talking about the 1999 live action disney channel original movie don't look under the
2: bed don't do it don't don't, don't,
1: don't do it. look <laughs> under there don't. it's don't. scary
0: but it is
2: it is interesting because we did like hocus pocus halloween town and now don't look under the bed which i feel like are like top tier Halloween type of Disney movies. Mm hmm. Yeah. So,
3: That's very true. let's go
2: ahead and go in to our first impressions. Luis, we'll start with you. Firsties. Was this the first time you saw this? Mm hmm. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Luis Did you like it? I did. <laughs> it was well made. Okay. No, no, really. I did.
0: It was well made. Um, it didn't give me that vibe of. I'm not going to like it because it's dumb. Mm-hmm. So I liked it.
2: <laughs> Very good.
1: Didn't give him a dumb vibe.
0: All
2: right, then. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Andre. That was the weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. That's not the weirdest thing he's ever said. That, that was pretty Louise for me. <laughs> Andre, first impression of first Don't Look Under the Bed?
1: Impression. Um. Yes, I had seen this movie before, probably when it came out back in 1999. Um. And I remember it being creepy but cool like I remember there being a lot of interesting things happening in this movie upon this viewing I was like wow this movie is like way weirder than I remember it being um, but overall very good they set up a, a an interesting mystery that took a while to, to for you to like figure out exactly what was happening but then, when you figured it out, it, it reached a satisfying conclusion. I think this was a, a solid, solid uh, Disney Channel original film. Oh, also, I would like to let you guys know that um, this episode of the Fall will go back to our regularly scheduled uh, clean content. <laughs> uh, last week, we, we we was acting a fool on the Ichabod episode. Acting a fool. And uh, you know, we was dropping all kinds of bombs. This <laughs> is S and F, it was every, it was SFB. You know, it was all over the place. But uh, today, we'll <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it clean. We rinse our mouths out with soap, as you're supposed to do when you uh, when you do that kind of thing. And uh, yep. now we're back here.
3: Bad taste <laughs> in man, everyone's man. mouth.
0: Imagine if we our parents actually made us do that, like, <laughs> that's you always see that like on TV. Dude,
1: a TV babysitter shows, did that to
0: me. Oh, around. I was Are so serious? scared. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She washed my mouth out with soap. That's disgusting. Uh-huh. It was Barbara. Yeah, she.
2: Was
3: <laughs> you know her name? <laughs> it was Barbara. Yeah, I was like six. <laughs> he remembers Barbara. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't
1: even know what I said. I didn't curse until I was like. 12 or 13 i don't know what i could have
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: you're probably cursing up the storm until she traumatized you yeah you maybe blocked that part of your life oh, out. Snap. <laughs> yeah maybe the soap
1: w- it washed it out of my brain son <laughs>
0: then, then after 80. that she went she went in you know uh de- did a complete inception where she <laughs> yeah. planted a, a an idea in your head that you had never cussed until you were 12
3: <laughs> <laughs> when okay. you were six
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> dang you Barbara! Um,
2: all right well
3: emily first impression I agree with Andre. I think it was solid. Like, for a Disney Channel original movie, you your expectations are just different. Right. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, too. So, I thought, maybe I've seen this. Maybe I haven't. But most of the movie, I did not feel like I knew mm-hmm. until they got to the part in the kitchen where he's, like, making the, the goo. The boogie and, goo. And that scene, I've seen before. Wow, okay. So i don't know if i saw that like in different contexts or just Mm -hmm. that piece of it but uh, then i was like oh i've seen this but then like when they went to boogie world i had never seen that so it was really cool because it kind of kept me guessing the whole time i felt like it was a good mystery um (sighs) And and pretty well played out. I mean, there was issues, but right. again, it's a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> if there wasn't issues, it would be an issue.
1: That's kind of the fun thing about uh, TV movies and growing up watching movies on TV is that you can just flip a channel and then be watching the middle of a movie. Mm-hmm. And then after like two commercial breaks, you're like, eh, what else is on? And mm-hmm. then you switch away, and that's all you've ever seen of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah.
3: Or I got scared and like my parents right. changed it or something. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea. Mm but i literally had zero idea yeah, them about the beginning i fingernails thinking was scary i don't i don't blame them oh, for turning that channel Lord, off you know some, some horrific <laughs> little spices up in here michelle
2: all right so um i think for a disney channel original movie it was definitely like really good compared to some of the other ones we've watched or like held up but i don't i don't remember this movie mm-hmm. like for some reason i kept there must be a disney channel original mum, movie that has like a zombie or like a, a mummy a mummy under wraps I okay think so it i think about. that's the one i was thinking about. Uh-huh. Oh, so i don't really remember this one and i probably did see it but maybe i didn't because honestly it was kind of scary right <laughs> but i just kept remembering well after your conversation last week yeah, i kept thinking I about clowns in closets okay yeah i don't think my parents would have let me watch this like you know um, but it was it was good. I really liked it. But for some reason, like, he, Andre made the comment just now, like, it kind of came to a satisfying end. But, like, not really for me. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know if I really liked the ending, but I liked the movie overall. And I really, really liked the kid who played the imaginary friend. And I kept saying, like, I know that kid. Mm-hmm. But then Andre was like, oh, yeah, he was on Even Stevens. He was, like, the best friend. I was like, oh, okay, thank you.
1: Yes, we're oh. talking about...
2: Because I was like, I know that kid, but I did I've never seen this movie. Exactly. But so I just kept, I agree. It kept I kept bothering I, I felt me like I was, knew I was him like, from I know him. But then once Andre was like, Oh yeah, he was on Even Stevens. So I was like, Okay, thank mm. you. Because I was going crazy. Ty, I really liked it.
1: Ty Hodges is his name. Hmm. And yeah, he was on this. He was on Even Stevens. He was on a couple other Disney Channel stuff. And then uh, he's
2: a cute
3: kid. I liked him a lot. Yeah. He was funny. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm happy that we
3: all enjoyed this movie a little more than Ikebob. Oh, Bob. Y'all, y'all remember Ikebob. Crane. Big and I feet. love how conveniently we have not said anything about
1: ribbits. <laughs> Mr. Toad. <laughs> <laughs> you better coat that ribbit. You're going to wake a little ribbits over there.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, Adeline
3: has been pretending to be a frog all day long. Oh, really? Because and of Mr. Toad or just no, because? No, just because. So she's been like ribbiting all day <laughs> and uh, just like. Replacing words with ribbit, so <laughs> Louise definitely huh. looks at the wall to exp- like expecting her to be like ribbit. <laughs> yeah, y'all better watch
1: out. She's gonna steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so this movie, um, don't look under the bed. It was directed by Mr. Kenneth Johnson, who you remember from directing uh, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Um, so that's cool.
3: Which is again one of the other pretty better. Good.
1: Um, yeah, Disney, Disney Channel, Channel Original originals. Movies. He also directed the movie Steel, starring Shaq, where he plays a superhero uh, called Steel. I don't know anything about that. that uh, the less yeah, you know, the better. But <laughs> it, <laughs> all right. It's awesome. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's get into the uh, pivoting plot <laughs> of this film, um, because it, it's, it's a weird... It's a weird set of circumstances that this movie falls under.
2: It is very weird, but I I like the way they set it up. The storytelling. So maybe that's why, like, once they actually got to the end and saw the boogeyman, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I like all the setup. Hmm. And then I think at the end, I was kind of like, whatever. So the first, like, half or three quarters of this movie, I was, like, really enjoying right. a lot. Because so it is like on? a
3: mystery mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So let's start there. So... The first scene, and at first I was like, what is happening? The first, one of the first scenes, they're narrating, panning through the city, mm-hmm. and you're kind of learning about how everybody who lives in Middleburg. Middleburg. It's it's just like a run-of-the-mill, middle-of-America town. town. Nothing ever happens there. Mm-hmm. But then one night, um, Francis, which is obviously our our main character. yes. She becomes, you know the 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 focal point of a mystery yes and so we're, we're starting to, to we're trying to see what's going on with francis and i think that's one of the first times you see literally the most scary thing about this movie happen mm-hmm. am i am i right in saying yes that? absolutely are you talking about the clocks nah bra. no the dolls freaking
2: doll. oh, yeah you soon know as the porcelain doll uh-huh. yeah. yeah as their soon heads. as that started happening i was like oh we're doing this <laughs> like this is not okay with me Like and let's pause this right is a here scary disney channel movie i
3: don't know what kind of households you grew up in but mm-hmm. but i grew up in a household that had porcelain dolls like that oh. like. yes so did i they were just Why? around
2: my grandma's house yeah my grandma's house. Why?
3: Why is it like a white person thing? I think is it so. like a
2: time period thing?
3: Maybe I, don't know.
2: I think it's like a time period thing because my grandma had a ton of porcelain dolls and well, would buy them for my sister and she would put them in her room. Remember? And she used to scare me with dolls. <sighs> I think we told that story before.
1: I Not only okay. think of porcelain dolls, or like I, when I think of porcelain dolls, I think mm-hmm. of like thrift shops and yeah. stuff like that. Like oh. very old-fashioned kind of. Well, statues. we
3: definitely had two in my house growing up, and. I remember one time saying like mom and and they weren't particularly creepy like they were Mm -hmm. like cute or whatever Yeah But I remember being like mom why do we have these dolls? And she's like, Oh, I made them. And I oh. think that she made it like in junior college or something. Oh, like that's interesting. It was like she painted the eyes and mm-hmm. she did it. And so I mean oh, it really okay. did look I mean, it was not scary. That's cool. But then like when I started getting older and realizing that like porcelain dolls were scary in those contexts, right. I was like, Mom, we need to get rid of these <laughs> yeah. things. Like get them out of uh, yeah. here. Bertha and Gertrude. I never, I me never liked eyes. I'm
2: just weird. I never like Rita out of here. <laughs> I never liked dolls. Like I did not play with dolls as a kid. Mm-hmm. I played with like mermaid Barbies and Hot Wheels. <laughs> so like if my sister Vroom. Vroom. loved dolls and I was like, what is wrong with you? Like dolls are creepy. Mm. But I think like, like you said, they're creepy within context. Mm-hmm. Like, I was well getting like Annabelle here. vibes. I was like, get out of here. With especially
3: this. right here. <laughs> they're just sitting in her room and then the heads start moving to mm. look at her. Not cool.
2: So slowly. And I think
3: it's only okay in Haunted Mansion.
2: I don't like it any other time. Did they do it in Haunted Mansion? Well, the things follow you on the wall, the busts. Oh,
3: the. Because even like the bust was moving his head in this, and I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. But I think that was cool because. Francis was getting no creepy vibes, but, like, we were getting omniscient creepy right. vibes because the viewers saw We could see it. that mm-hmm. the
1: creepiness was following her. Yeah, was like, that uh-oh. was pretty cool. Uh, girl, turn your head around just <laughs> a little bit. Girl,
3: look. <laughs> <laughs> but so immediately we see, like, the first shenanigans start happening. Mm-hmm. And the whole family gets woken up because all their alarm clocks go off. Um, three p- hours early. Three hours it's early. It's pitch black
1: outside. It's like, um, it can't be seven
2: o'clock. This but is crazy.
3: The, but the interesting thing was, and I thought it was just like trying to show time passing, but we saw like a speeding up of the clocks right. mm-hmm. yes. on Yes. While she's
1: asleep and narrating.
3: And it was actually being sped up by something more nefarious, right? Which you, you could
2: kind of see in the shadows.
3: <laughs> oh, could you? Yeah. yeah. You I could see, see
2: his it. creepy claws in the shadows. Like, <laughs> get out of here, boogeyman. <laughs>
3: um, so So everyone i didn't didn't know the
2: story of the boogeyman really though and i don't i don't think i really still do like i didn't realize he was under the bed and stuff um so andre was like well the boogeyman's kind of different in like lots of things
1: right i mean it's just any kind of like monster that lives in your room is it's a boogeyman can be considered a a boogeyman Mm -hmm. yeah some under the bed some hanging out in the closet some on the ceiling you know
3: okay I when just you see think like, of like when you hang like a jacket
1: over your chair like and it boogers. looks like a looks like a person. <laughs> the
3: boogie man is what we call. <laughs> <Boogie> <laughs> I just think man. of dancing
1: from the seventies. I'm just boogieing.
3: Boogie nurse. I was
1: like, Oh, boogie world. Let's Get go.
3: Down boogie oogie oogie. Yeah, that's song. <laughs> 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 the face you made with that oogie, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I what don't I, know. I do. Um, um <laughs> it's Gomez.
1: So, so yeah, it. it's it's the middle of the night. They all wake up, they're all like, What's going on? Where are the eggs? Why is everything all weird? <laughs>
2: Cracked me up. She was like, "We had two dozen eggs in here, and they're gone." <laughs> I was like, oh, "I'm sorry." I'm trying to make you some scrambled Someone eggs. Someone freaking ate their uh, eggs no in eggs. the sleep. Like
1: the uh, the dad is played by Steven Tobolowsky, who <laughs> you remember in from, everything. from Freaky Friday, the the mean teacher. I cannot. And this uh, one, he's
2: in everything. And this one, he's the
1: weird dad, and uh, he's like, "I set my clocks by the NASA lunar uh, <laughs> module or whatever," and was like, "Okay, bud."
3: <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> we get it. And he figures out aptly that it's. It's actually four thirty a.m., not seven thirty a.m. or what have you. So they like try to go back to sleep. Yeah. Um. So they go, and you you realize very quickly that there's weird family dynamics. That the Francis, our our protagonist, is the middle child. Yes. She's very smart, very logical. Mm -hmm. There's a younger. There must be a logical
1: reason why the clocks went forward. (laughs) Yeah.
3: There's a younger (laughs) kid who seems to be like health conscious, but also pretty logical darwin darwin mm-hmm. and then an older kid who's um who's always assuming that everyone's blaming him for something right
1: bert, bert. albert was it albert or albert. robert
3: is bert for sure yeah I
2: was me the one that got blamed for everything i didn't do nothing
3: mm, nothing
2: See? nothing okay yeah, whatever you say, bro.
3: <laughs> you on a podcast, we heard it. Nothing <laughs> recorded, okay? So they go back to sleep and then the next morning everyone's getting up and getting ready for school And we start to meet Frances's kind of little world. Mm -hmm. So we see Frances meet up with her best friend and we learn quickly that she is so smart and so on top of it and mature that she has promoted to high school when she should have been in what, eighth grade? She skipped a
1: grade. So now she's a freshman in high school instead of an eighth grader. Mm -hmm. Um, Which which I think is is, ridiculous.
3: Like she needs, like everybody needs the maturity. (laughs) Like to get to that? No, I was like, why did she
2: skip that grade? Like, like that's a all weird things, grade. Yeah, it's, Usually it's you skip like first grade or mm-hmm. kindergarten, you
3: right. know.
1: Right. Um. But yeah, she skips her grade. Also, we find out that her her friend has a crush on Bert, the her the brother. Mm-hmm. older brother. Um. And then also. As they're walking to school they see several dogs on roofs there's just dogs hanging out out there <laughs> and it's so like how'd the dogs get on the roof and it's like you
3: know <laughs> they yeah. scooby Doo that yeah,
0: remember they were talking about that like getting a dog hit her and her brother and then it's like i think she might have said something like you're so responsible you'll probably let, put it on the roof
2: uh-huh mm. yeah the boogeyman would play off of like stuff yeah, she would a say a lot of the stuff that
0: she was saying the boogeyman
1: did. Hmm.
2: did she say anything the about, about the eggs no, but the eggs were missing.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, I knew that. The no, I
0: think they might have said something about the eggs. Mm. Well, it was, I think it was about the eggs being missing. No.
2: That, I think that was like the important, like.
0: I think, don't quote me.
3: Like the eggs are missing. Word. So they walk to school, they see these dogs on roofs, <laughs> and they get to the school, and she's like, there was a guy looking at uh, me
1: who is that dude who
3: is that he
1: out here staring
3: he good look now she was like look at that guy Well, and at that's me. the thing is that was one of the first thing that was the vibe i got was like there's a cute guy looking at mm-hmm. me and i was so happy that that was the vibe because <laughs> i mean not i mean i'm not
1: <sighs> i referred to him as a cool black guy in my notes until about halfway through <laughs>
3: well, yeah. I mean, he's a cute black kid. Mm-hmm. She's a white girl. And I love it. Like, She's just like, super into it. Like, throw it out. The like, that, that was uh, that guy me is like in at me. high school. Like, oh, dang. Look at that. Mm, that was me. Mm-hmm. But but that's good, though. Like, I'm right. glad yeah. that they portrayed that because that could have not happened. Less yeah,
2: common. You know? Yeah. In 99, I guess.
1: In Middleburg, of all places. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> Can't do that on Middleburg. Um, so
1: he's 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 staring at her pretty hard. She's like uh, 10 it back she's like oh my god what's, what's happening over here mr sunglasses and big hair he's 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 gawking and he's like and she like uh points at her friend like hey you see that dude staring at me and the friend is like what are you talking about there ain't no dude over there mm-hmm. and so she looks back and he's gone and it's like oh okay where did he go
3: then he walks up then she like continues to walk up into the school and she sees one of her teachers who's very compulsively cleaning his car. It's the biology in teacher. In front of the school. Like, he's why don't you a, park on down. the street? He's got yeah. a
1: convertible. He's parked it right in front of the school. He didn't put, so
3: put the roof up. Everybody
1: sees that he's cooler than his beer belly Pretty suggests. sure
3: he was parked,
2: like, in a fire lane. Like, I don't think you can just park like, <laughs> like
3: <laughs> so that. Dumb. So he very quickly is like, hey, Francis, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I kind of got creepy vibes from him. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't.
2: Well, she was just like
3: that's the biology teacher, he really likes me. And I was like that's weird. I don't know. I never thought like, oh, my biology I always thought my biology teacher hated me. Like I feel like that's what you're supposed to. I think. guess cuz she's right. supposed to be really smart, you know. Maybe. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but he you can very you can tell very quickly that he cares a lot about his car right. and that comes up soon mm-hmm. um once she gets into school. And I can't remember if it happens here or after, but she's walking on campus yeah, she's
1: walking into the actual front of the school and you see a cool black kid he's up there he has changed his outfit completely he's mm-hmm. in a completely different outfit yeah. it's been two minutes you know since she last saw him and he's looking at her he's looking down at her once again
3: but, oh, but from a very like, like like precarious place yeah. like where a normal person would not be. That's what right. like made this movie
2: interesting point. though, because I was like, what the heck is this kid doing? And why is he wearing different clothes now? Now he's on the roof looking at all of these eggs. I'm like and he, he has doing? like a different hairstyle and everything. Like right, it's, right, a right. yeah,
1: it's a whole different motif. Dang. He got a new pair of shades and everything. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she enters the school, she goes to biology class, um, she's chatting it up with all of the kids because everybody is kind of going like hey did your alarm clock go off early last night hey did your alarm clock my alarm clock went off and uh, francis she starts charting all of this out she, she's, she's
2: like i'm starting starting taking
3: some research statistical data yeah, like she, she opens a notebook and starts
1: a spreadsheet i guess and um, like,
3: literally girl, i couldn't even do statistics in college <laughs> like good for she's you, doing it at you
1: fresh 14 or whatever um so, yeah, she's doing all that, and she's kind of chatting in class while the teacher's talking. So he's like, "Oh, uh, Francis, you got anything you want to share? And she's like, uh, actually, I do. Check this thing out. Uh, all these people found out that the, their alarm clocks went off early last night. Yours? And the teacher was like, "Uh, yeah, but that's, that's kind of weird that you know that. Interesting. Let me take that, get that from you. And then she sees... A cool black dude. He's in the classroom. He's staring at her from behind a skeleton thing. That was kind of creepy. I was yeah. like, oh.
2: super creepy. It was
1: super creeps. And uh, she looks over. She's like, ah, and then, <laughs> and then he disappears once again. Um, and
3: did you notice that, like, even in the biology room, like little creepy things were happening, like little the skeleton things head were like moved. going their heads. Moving moving
2: I know the whole head thing. I was like, please stop, please.
3: But no, it was I good. It like was right. it was like the little good things it's that really, I like to look for.
1: They they really did uh, a lot of masterful. Uh, little kid scary things, mm. right? Like, this movie is certainly creepy. And it, they've got a bunch of tilt shot uh, cinematography mm-hmm. where the camera just, like, turns on its head a little bit as you're looking at something weird. Um, so, yeah, I I, I I remember being scared of this movie, but not, like, I remember being not scared like from this movie, but not terrified of it. Sure. Yeah, right. sure. it's just creepy. Yeah, it's, it's got the, it's Creepsville.
2: But it's, like, simple creepy stuff.
1: Yeah, so... So while she's getting reprimanded by the the teacher for, for taking all this data or whatever, um, <laughs> outside, we see eggs start to rain upon the car. Of that it's The
2: teacher? convertible. Yeah, the And convertible. that's why you put the hood up on your convertible when you park Bro, it.
1: Bro, what do you think you're doing? You think you're just going to let somebody get At all these eggs school? all up in here? Come yeah, you're now. nuts.
2: Who
3: do you think
1: okay yeah we think you are the but history teacher dude?
3: it was funny because at first i was that's like was my first thing oh my gosh look oh there's the two dozen eggs and then mm-hmm. they kept falling and falling, See, and falling i and didn't falling and i falling didn't falling. put that together
2: that it was the two dozen eggs from the fridge yet well, I, ha- I hadn't put that together uh, i was like "Ooh, someone's egg in his car that
3: teacher's gonna be mad well and it's funny because it was very obviously all the eggs of all the people not, right, just, not their just eggs. Not like just it Francis's was eggs. much more than just two dozen
1: exactly um so so uh, cool black guy he he makes his way outside different outfit he goes up to the roof and he sees that all these egg cartons are open and that the car has been egged and he's like oh that's weird and um and then we cut to like the the biology teacher going out there and seeing all of this and he's like what 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 in the world and Francis it's sad she what what does she do does she just say like eggs or something like that she says something That makes him suspicious of her. He
2: was just like, do you know about this? And she was like, no.
1: She's like, nah, dude, I don't know. I was in class with you. Which
3: (laughs) I found very bizarre that that was like, she was the first person he questioned. I was like, don't you like
2: her?
3: Yeah. Like All the other kids are laughing and she's not. And I could be wrong, but like at the same time, they go to the gym, right? Is Mm -hmm. this like the same time period? They like like take over to a different part in the school and a girl has jumped in during... Um, has jumped into the swimming pool during swim, uh, swim class, and, and it's, it's literally <laughs> stuck. <laughs> and I it's gelatin the whole pool. Well, and
2: then the Because the narrator <laughs> was like, at the same time, <laughs> <Yeah. then> somebody <laughs> put some gelatin in the pool. And I was like, y'all better get her out. She can't <laughs> she breathe can't in there. Breathe. <laughs> <She> <laughs> get her out of that <laughs> gelatin.
1: <laughs> I'd have been eating. Ew.
2: Yeah,
1: the gelatin is especially weird, because a little bit later... It's red? Yeah. It's bright red. Like
2: you you jumped in that pool. Yeah, she well, jumped. in. I don't in. understand how one second it was water and the next second it was jello. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, I the... feel like it
3: was jello when she jumped in.
2: Yeah. No, I think it showed. I don't know. But that I mean, was weird. it has to be
1: one one or the other of those things, right? Because, <laughs> oh. because um, yeah, either it was jello when. Everybody from the swim team arrived, or it was water, and then she jumped in and it immediately magically Congealed. changed to jello. <laughs> yeah, super congealing. Um, yeah, why pick <laughs> bright red jello? I don't understand why you could. There's blue well, because jello. Because that's right?
3: what was in people's cupboards. Uh, yeah, I guess because so. Because just the scene after, the mom was like looking through the cupboards, or the dad the was dad. or something, and he's like, Where's all my jello? Where's my jellison? How am I going to make my piggly wiggly pudding <laughs> or whatever he says?
1: The dad is so funny. Cause he's, he's so
3: weird. <laughs> he's trying P- to cook. Piggly,
2: that dude always plays weird <laughs> people, though. Yeah. Piggly wiggly pudding. I think this
1: is the youngest I've ever seen him in, in something, actually. He's got that. But
2: he still looks the same. Fresh he still brown looks
1: beard like and that bald head, you know what I'm Ooh. talking about? Um,
3: oh. So,
1: yeah. So, all of that happens. There's a bunch of bugs left in the principal's office. <gasps> oh,
3: like a hornet of bees? That was yeah. a... <laughs> Yeah, swarms. Some swarm.
1: kind of swarm that was attacking him and, and messing them up pretty good. And then also people start. Somebody started graffitiing bees all over town. The B, letter B. B B B, B, B B B B B B on people's feet, on buildings, and and then on all the lockers. And in, the school, we're we're
2: we're in the high we're school, in they're like assuming is her because her middle name is Bacon. Well, like, no, oh, no okay. that's not. F-
3: the, at first, they think it's her because. Hers is the only locker the without only locker a B. Oh, right, right.
1: And they're like, "Oh my God, it must be her. She's must be the one who did it." And then she opens her locker. She's like, "Oh my God, what, what is going on?" And then there's a B inside the locker, and everybody's like, oh, "That must mean it. She has to be the one who did it." It's like, what?
3: Why would? Why would she? graffiti like, why would on the
2: inside? What if her locker was just open? Graffiti her own locker on the inside. I didn't, didn't understand the
3: B though. I won't lie to you. Like, why was it's it for, a
2: It stands for Boogeyman oh um. like b for boogeyman okay
1: i guess that makes sense
3: okay
2: but they thought it was bacon because was person. her middle name bacon.
1: boogie person <laughs> bacon
2: that makes more sense Bacon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um so while mm. all this is happening um yeah. the biology teacher goes home and uh, you know he's covered in eggs or whatever his dog jumps off the roof and attacks him <laughs> which is pretty funny um we start seeing On the roof yeah we start seeing um just like imagery of this clawed creature so he's the one who like drew the dogs up onto the roof with treats and whatever and we (laughs) see him like planting flowers in the middle of the <laughs> like
2: night like marigolds in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, night I was, like, I was like all right he's I getting, he's so getting his plants
3: on uh, what all kind right. of
1: nefarious plan is this <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I> mean, <laughs> i'm
3: an he avid gardener it's but obviously was like, dig- from the last movie she heck uh, <laughs> well, um Ingrid. allergic
2: i was getting mad too i was like no he's digging in the grass no you're ruining the lawn <laughs>
1: <Perfectly> <laughs> yeah it was gray. it was really it was a really nice lawn um so, yeah, he's doing that. He's like, mm, funny. Mm,
3: I fr- think we have to franny. throw it out there that both the Mortons and the Ruiz's do not have grass at their houses. We so do not. For us, like, don't mess up I somebody. got fake grass, for it ain't ain't no real grass. You glass. know how much they paid for this grass? Um.
1: Uh-huh,
3: I know how much they paid for it because we couldn't afford it. <laughs> it's expensive, dude.
1: Um... So, she's walking around. There's stuff following her. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking through my notes here to see what happens next. I can't remember. Um, oh, this is when the Jello conversation happens. Um, he wants to
2: make a piggly wiggly. <laughs> piggly wiggly.
1: Right. So, it, this is the next day now. Um... Uh, the mom and dad, they're, they're in the kitchen. Dad's like, where's my jello? I wanted to make Piggly Wiggly or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know if that's what it's called. I wanted to make something
1: extremely gross for you guys. Um, and then on her way out of the house and walking to walk into school with her best friend, best friend shows up and in the grass, it is written in flowers, Joe hearts Burt. And uh, the best friend had just told Francis like the day before, she, like, "Hey, I have a crush on your older brother, Bert. And do not and tell don't me. tell anybody." Uh, was and then,
2: a bad thing. And then
1: I guess she interprets that somebody put that in the grass means that Francis must have done this super weirdly sadistic thing to to her best well, friend. Well, yeah,
2: because <laughs> that was the only person she told.
1: I know, but even st- I would I would have paused a little bit if I if I had told you teenager. something if I told you something and then. I saw it written in flowers on our property, <laughs> on my property.
2: Well, and I think I don't that's think the I, whole, my first
1: thing would be like it I must be like you. I feel like
2: that's part of the boogeyman thing because everyone is real quick to blame her. Right. And I think that even like when they're talking about it, like the narration, they're like, and they were looking for somebody to blame. Yeah. And it was like her, so it must have just been part of it, like almost. Oh, okay. You know, I I just think it was like a it's boogie. She can't win. Magic.
1: Yeah, it's boogie juice. Um. So, meanwhile, she's been seeing this cool black dude this entire time, right? He keeps popping up. What's his name again? Popping in.
3: Larry. His,
2: his Larry.
1: name is Larry, right? So but was, we didn't know that yet. Right, we didn't know that. At one point, she sees him from across the street, and... <laughs> She's, like, talking to him. She's, like, hey, what are you doing over there? And he's, like, you can see
2: me? <laughs> and,
1: and, and she's, like, yeah, I can see you. You're not invisible, stupid. And then a bus passes by and he disappears. And it's, like, oh, okay, maybe he is invisible or something. And then. We
2: kept thinking
3: he was a ghost at first. Right.
1: I, I definitely thought he was, like, a ghost. And then he pops up again.
3: I honestly don't know what I was thinking. I was just waiting to like right, for it to end because it was so <laughs> different than what I was
2: expecting. I was just, like, this is, like, a ghost. I, but right. I didn't, like, know why he was there.
1: Um. He introduces himself to her at one point. I think this is in the lunchroom cafeteria.
2: Yeah, because uh, she's getting heck of annoyed, and like everybody
3: in the lunchroom, people starting to like people, people are like picking on her right. now. Like, like, hey, I
1: heard you wrote, wrote all the bees. Yeah, on all the so
3: they're like mad at her, and then she sees and hold him. on, pause. One random bro comes up to her <laughs> and is like, "Hey, girl, is it true you did it? Because I think that's heck of cool." Oh, about egging it's the tired. car. Oh, was it the egging? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And and then she's like, no, I didn't do it. And he's like, oh, no, because that would be so cool if you did it. I was like, he's so trying tight.
2: to get in there right now. he got a new,
3: new, new best friend. He hecka liked um,
2: her, but she was not... It's yeah she, in she wasn't
1: into it um so yeah larry appears in yeah, the cafeteria he's like
2: looking at her with binoculars <laughs> larry is <laughs> from
1: 30 feet away
2: yeah was, <laughs> and so she's like what the heck are you doing why are you here and i'm think like it's funny because she's talking to larry and there's people in the background looking at her like she's crazy yeah. like who the heck are you talking <laughs> are
1: you talking to? to he introduces he introduces himself as larry houdini and she's like oh like harry houdini <laughs> and he's like and no he's my like, name no, is larry um larry. he says that he's not even a real person He's an imaginary Imaginary friend. friend. That was
2: weird to me. But
1: not her imaginary friend. She's like, I don't have an imaginary friend. I didn't say I was your imaginary friend. Crazy. But um,
2: he said, "Like he was like, I must have been sent to help you if you can see me."
1: Right, somebody sent me here, is what he keeps. The voice he, what he head. keeps saying. The voice is in his head. Yeah, um, it's here that I noticed that he has like genie-like powers. Like, yes, he mm-hmm. he can change outfits on a whim. He has a prop for everything that he's saying. Like every <laughs> single thing, he's like, you got to reframe your mind, and he's got a frame around his face or whatever.
3: <laughs> I thought he was so funny. I won't lie. Yeah, I found his humor, like even though it was very like 90s type 90s humor, kid stuff but it, it was still cute funny though, it's very like, funny
2: but maybe we just like that kind of stuff and i kept pix- picture held up i, thought I was, it was like cute. andre could totally play this character yeah larry like, was cool.
1: really the star of the show yeah he here. was for um, sure he's he's really pulling really the weight i didn't really care about
2: Francis that much honestly like she was kind of annoying to me but larry was funny right
1: well i mean frances she she's um she's a competent character for the most part Um, And in any, like, real-world situation, uh, she would probably thrive. Mm -hmm. But since all of this magical weirdness is happening and she keeps trying to look for logical explanations, she's failing to even recognize anything that's happening around her. Yeah, she can't
3: grasp the fact that this is beyond something that can be, like, like explained with science or what. Yeah, exactly. So So she keeps going on and on trying to like disprove the fact that he is an imaginary friend and she embarrasses herself in front of all of her classmates (laughs) because she's like, she's like,
2: anyone see him? (laughs) Like, that's just too far, girl. I kept telling Andre, I was like, this dude, this girl's an idiot. (laughs) Like she's just like, do you see me? Yeah.
1: She like, it happens several times over the next like, Two or three scenes where she's like, He's right here. Look at him. And then she looks over and he's gone. Or the people behind her are like, No, there's nobody there. You're insane. You're we're crazy. Going to put you in a straitjacket very, very soon.
3: I know. I was getting like, Oh, please don't like have her <laughs> medically assessed. <laughs> right. Like,
1: yeah, I oh, they, no. were, they were sending her off to the loony bin. Good
3: Lord, the no. The men in white
1: coats were gonna take care of her. Um <laughs> but uh but yeah the administration they're they're kind of like interrogating her like the principal and the guidance counselor they're like okay so what's going on are you part of all these pranks what's what's happening and she's like no it's larry (laughs) larry houdini he's right here and uh they disprove that they they call her mom in and mom comes in and she's like what's what's going on and they they kind of talk to her but while that's happening uh, Francis is, is taking like a nap on the bench outside, which was creepy, which is weird. And then like all the lights turn down low, a purple light uh, emits from underneath, and then fog starts Some rolling fingernails. around, and then these big old fingernails mm-hmm. come out, and they almost touch her, and then she it disappears, and she wakes up, and it's like it is oh. also
2: at this point that Spooky. we learn a little bit about her siblings so the guidance counselor is Mm. like interrogating the mom and she's like i have a theory that your daughter's acting out because she resents having to donate like her bone marrow to her little brother who had leukemia yeah and i was like okay so like that was a piece of information that we definitely needed um, but right. she was like, no, the older brother donated it. Bert is the you one know? who
1: donated the bone marrow for the leukemia transplant.
2: Yeah, which is kind of interesting. I it's was like, where oh, are they okay. going to go with that? Like, is this important? But it ended up being important.
1: <laughs> right. Later yeah. On. Yeah. Um, very interesting. So so that, that that wraps up. They go home. Um.
3: After a chase through the school with... But, and I don't know if this is exactly here, but Francis is like chasing Larry all yeah, over the that's school. Right. They end up like in the band and room. And they end up in the band room, and he's doing like a jazz number on top of the piano. Then he's, he's playing like, instruments. In band outfit. He's hitting the piano. They literally think she's crazy. Yeah, they think she's absolutely lost her bananas.
1: Yeah. Um, and she's like, Larry's here. Really? He's right here. And they're like, no, he is he's not. He's like, get
3: in the drum. Get in the drum. <laughs> we will find you. And she's just like, no. Nah! I wow. would have um, been like, a good
2: idea.
1: So, yeah. So, by the time they get home, mom has completely lost it. She's catastrophizing. She's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. This is probably some mind control nonsense. They must have got to her in her sleep or through the TV right? or something. I like
2: that she su- assumes it's like mass hypnosis. <laughs> but then the daughter is also like, yeah, this is mass hypnosis. <laughs>
1: right, yeah. The Frances is freaking out, too, because she can't find a logical explanation for any of this. And then at one point, she looks down at her bed, and she sees these shoes covered with um, flowers, the same flowers that are out front. That says <laughs> Joe loves bird or whatever, and um, and she goes to look under the bed to grab the shoes, and then um, I think some something startles her. I think I think Dad walks in or something like that, um, and then after that uh mom but she's
3: getting incriminated hard right when yeah. i saw those flower shoes, i was like oh yeah. like dang the, this the boogeyman the evidence is damn.
1: piling up uh she is being if
3: this was a murder investigation like right. whoa you're going to jail <laughs> girl you done <laughs> it's not
1: just the loony house that they're gonna take it to it's the big house um oh it's darwin who comes in the little brother he asks about the boogeyman um he's like is the the boogeyman real does he live under your bed and she's like what no that's crazy i don't know what you're talking about what's a boogeyman who who told you about a boogeyman and he's like oh the guy's down at the park says there's a guy named larry who told him about it she's like (gasps) larry (laughs) where is he what was he doing damn larry he's playing (laughs) basketball down at the park so Francis goes to the park and Larry is in a karate gi <laughs> playing yeah, basketball, so missing every shot, going like sunk it, <laughs> three pointer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. So, <laughs> so happy with himself. In his karate good.
1: outfit. In his karate outfit. It's so silly. <laughs> um, and they, they talk for a little while and uh, it comes out that he's an imaginary friend and he wasn't her imaginary friend, but he was Darwin's. I think I think they revealed they, that at they, this point.
3: they figure that out. Yes.
1: Um, and then for, uh larry takes francis to the library to learn more about the boogeyman um he goes in there he talks to all of the little kids so there's like some four and five year olds that are in there watching a story time video and he's like hey what's up little kids uh, uh, give me dabs and pounds or whatever <laughs> <'Cause>
2: <laughs> they're find. all like giggling
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah they all like him um but they're the only ones who who notice him at all. The librarian's in there. She doesn't she doesn't give a rip. Nobody else can see Yeah.
3: <laughs> the librarian hates Francis and I love it. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Francis
1: is talking out loud to the yeah, librarian. She's being heck Right. She's talking out loud to Larry and the librarian's like, Shh, shh be
3: quiet. Be <laughs> Stop quiet. Stop talking to yourself out loud. The weirdo. Uh
1: Larry pulls out a book called Le Livre de Boogie. <laughs> I can't.
3: The book of the Boogie. Yeah,
1: where did this book come from?
3: Um <laughs> Inside and I like that he keeps getting radio contact in his head yes. to find these things. It's uh, like I'm looking for a book, I don't know what it's called, but the book is here. I'm somebody looking for the book.
1: Is messaging Larry uh through some <laughs> kind of weird uh imaginary friend Bluetooth or whatever. And um yeah, so he starts looking through the book and it's like all about the boogeyman. It said it's dedicated to Larry. And then um, <laughs> and then at one point the librarian comes and she tells the little kids to shut up because Larry's like entertaining them or whatever. And then he starts to go hardcore. He starts doing backflips. He's, he's really uh, getting, uh, getting you know, the little getting kid's excited. It. He's getting very into it. And then he goes into the T V that they're watching and he goes, Hey kids, it's me, Larry. And then he's like, I'm gonna tell you the story of the boogeyman. The boogeyman is his man and he lives under your bed and you gotta pull up your covers to your face so he can't get you And that's like his his main goal is to protect kids from, from the boogeyman. boogeyman. Yeah.
2: Um, It was creeping me out when he was in the TV.
3: I was like, this is not okay. (laughs) Well, and I think that that was like supposed to be like a little bit of a plot point Mm -hmm. that I like I'm realizing now that I didn't get as much of while I was watching it. But there was a point when like he said something about a mirror. Or something, mm-hmm. and we had seen like the boogeyman's hand come, come out of, out of the, the mirror and back right. in, and then he was able to get into the TV. And later, we see him in a mirror and coming out of a right, mirror. Coming out. So yeah. the mirrors are like
1: might be like a transitionary power. Or something yeah, it's like,
3: like that. something that they can do in between, like shape shifting. Yeah. I guess.
1: Very hmm. interesting. Um, so, fr- which France means is, this
3: imaginary friend's pretty cool. Yeah, he's super powerful, he kind but of cool. it like, which is yeah, cool. he's but he's super cool. Like, but he yeah. reminds me
1: of the genie um in a, in a lot of ways yeah too. that's true um
3: he even dresses like the genie at one point too. right yeah
1: <laughs> he's got an old genie outfit on i like
2: when he's like randomly in a cowboy outfit i was like what the heck
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so francis she takes the book she goes back home her parents are like uh can you tell us the truth please because we're worried about you and you're freaking us out and she's like whatever i'm going to my room um she I goes, would be
3: so mad if i was her parent so yeah. i feel her yeah I, or the parents
1: because they're like, what is happening with her? She might need, like, legit professional help. Maybe maybe she's under too much pressure. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe when Darwin was sick, it was it was too much for her, and now she's finally acting out. Um, and, you know, that all seems accurate to me. Um, well, and I think
3: that's why I like this movie, too. Like, I guess this is a conversation for later, but they're dealing with some really complex issues in a right. kid's movie, like post-cancer, mm-hmm. like the ideals of death. Yeah. Like, and
1: what you're supposed to do to like save your sibling? Yeah, at the and time like, or whatever. like
3: what you should and should not be afraid of, yeah. and like what you can and can't control. I was like, wow, this is like much more deep than just like I want to win a race and I really care about this sport. Right? Oh my yeah. god!
1: Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> be a good team member. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> si se puede. Um, <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> um, was good. Okay. <laughs> I liked it too. Um, so. Uh, Darwin comes, uh, comes into her room and Larry sees Darwin and he's like oh snap Darwin what's up dude what's happening what's going on but Darwin cannot see Larry at all and Francis is kind of trying to be an intermediary between the two of them. She's like, oh, can you see Larry? He's right over you don't know about him? And he's like, you told me not to believe in imaginary friends. I don't believe in anything imaginary anymore. And then Larry lights up. He's like, what?
3: It's (laughs) so cool. It's really
1: cool. This is the first time, right? Deep purple. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And he's like, you're the one who made Darwin stop believing in me.
3: (laughs) And he's like, oh, snap. He turns into Jafar when he gets into that really (laughs) creepy red version of him. Yeah,
1: he's super mad. And um, you know, Francis tries to explain herself she's like, no, he had leukemia and I, I I needed he needed to be able to face reality and um not be scared of of that you know particular disease so he had to, he had to let you go at that time and that's what I tried to convince him of and then it comes out that Francis wanted to give away the uh, her bone marrow, but the doctor said only Bert could do it mm-hmm um, so that, that this is like one of the most intense scenes in the movie. They're both crying because Larry's mad about Darwin and Francis is mad about Darwin. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Uh,
3: Luis would have um, commentary here, but he's actually sleeping <laughs> on the couch right now. So his commentary for this scene, he he was like, "I don't understand," which it was it was really interesting because I agreed with him in the moment, but it comes back around full circle. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Wow, Larry just took that whole conversation and made it like, like made her." Like, he made an unfair argument against her. Like, man, it's your fault because of this, 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 and this. And, like, you didn't even want to do, you didn't even want to be the bone marrow Mm -hmm. donor uh, or whatever. whatever." And he goes, like, hard on her, And we both kind of looked at each other like, dang, Mm -hmm. Larry, like...
2: You going off the rails, yeah, bro? Yeah, this like, made me super uncomfortable, too. I was like, oh, okay, we're
3: getting deep in this movie. Right. Yeah, and so at, at least at that point, Luis was like, that was unfair. Um, but I think it's good because later on, it comes back around um, to, to kind of show the truth or not truth of those statements.
1: Right. Jeff, yeah, you. Um, so um, but I
2: think we also know at this point that believing in the imaginary friend is a little bit important which kind of gets foreshadowed by those kids like when they're watching the story time originally in the library it's about peter pan and how they have to collapse to believe in tinkerbell to like bring her back to life which i think is in like the second peter pan movie or something Maybe it isn't.
1: I mean, it's in guy. the original story and it's yeah. throughout some of those movies, but I don't think so it. So at this point, Andre had right. kind
2: of predicted the movie, and I mm-hmm. still was like, "Wait, what?" And then once he said it, I was like, "Oh." Yeah. So
1: the next scene is it's nighttime again. Everybody's asleep, and Larry wakes up Francis because he hears the boogeyman on the roof, and he's like, "The boogeyman's on the roof. We gotta go up there. We gotta go get him." So Francis goes to get a ladder from the garage um you know it's the middle of the night and larry makes his way up the roof through magical means i guess and he sees the boogeyman we, like see, poof we see the boogeyman's face for the first time and the boogeyman's like hey uh, yeah, rhyme, dude rhyme, he was rhyme, rhyme, gross looking yeah he's he's pretty creepy um he's got the he's got deep purple eyes and he's got an old scraggly face he's got whiskers he's got long claws mm-hmm. and he's got a hobo outfit on and <laughs> And he, he he attacks Larry. He like pushes him off the roof, and Larry's hanging um, from like the gutters or whatever. And uh, he's like, uh, "Hey, watch yourself, Larry. You might be more boogie than you think, you know." And then he like disappears. And uh, Francis comes over, and uh, she tries to put the ladder up to the to the roof. She actually then smashes a the window, and the parents wake up. And so Larry. I guess he just disappears he, i don't know why he was even hanging from the ledge honestly <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you could have got yourself out of that situation magically um Definitely. but he disappears the parents freak out and
3: because there's just christmas lights everywhere right, that's what the well Pokemon and at this point doing. too like if you think about it though your teenage daughter's outside in the middle of the night she's literally covered your entire house yeah roof with Christmas lights, and there's so many that it shuts down the power throughout the the city, or at least the entire, like, block area. Yeah,
1: and it's become such big news that it's the front page of the paper the next morning. Um, it lands at their doorstep and then the press arrives and they're all knocking on the door. They're like, Oh, Francis, you did it. <laughs> we know it was you, it's crazy
3: and um I would be really upset if I was the parents too. But
2: like at that at that point, on? like if your your daughter's just like caught at the crime scene, it's like, Please stop it. Right, like yeah. stop.
1: We gotta get out of here. And literally that's that's what they try to do. He's like, We gotta we gotta go on a on a trip we got to get out we got to get away I looked from the house
3: Louis- i'm like it's about to be a dursley situation right? yeah like, we need to that's go that's what i was thinking
1: oh they're going to that little island and, on <laughs> the boat.
3: Show. Um, and the best part is the next scene like everybody's like nah man i gotta do this nah man i gotta do this nah dad i ain't going and the next scene is the parents driving away and the kids are at home i'm like what
1: what it's what? so weird
3: why would the parents just leave if well, this is all happening? i think i think
1: everybody left except for francis I don't think Bert and Darwin stayed home even though they said they wanted to. But I think they we all have left. No idea. And it's they just they, bizarre. they just drove away.
3: Why I, would you leave the problem child? I
1: have no idea <laughs> why they would and where did the press go? It's like, you know, the press was knocking on the door at seven AM and now it's nine forty five and they go everybody gone. <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: They're like if you don't tell about these Christmas lights, we just gonna go. All
1: right, the story's over. <laughs> um so so yeah, the parents leave. Francis is at home, Larry shows up again, and he's like, yo, bro, I've been reading this book, uh, there's this thing called the temporal fuse, we just gotta build this, and then we can capture the boogeyman, it's pretty easy, you know, I don't, they got the instructions and everything, it's all right here, and Francis is freaking out, she's like, bro, you saw the boogeyman last night, <laughs> is he even real, are you sure, and, um, then, as he's building the temporal fuse, he explains to her how it works, like, basically, um, imaginary friends uh their purpose is to hang out with their kid until the kid doesn't need them anymore and, and then, then they go to like and then the next they kid, go yeah. find another kid and as long as you got uh, a friend kid a kid friend then you'll stay young forever um and so what the Temporal Fuge does is it takes a boogeyman and it ages them up so much that they don't have boogie powers anymore.
2: They're just tired. They don't got no energy to do no boogie. Right, they can't,
1: they can't get <laughs> their boogie on um, any longer. <laughs> so he tests it by attaching it to a carton of so milk.
2: I cannot. It's so
1: disgusting. He turns this sucker on and it explodes into rotten cottage cheese and it's the most disgusting thing in the movie including the sock stuff that comes later. I hate the cheese part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting Socks all day long It I'd was gather. literally disgusting
1: <laughs> It was uh, And
3: she seems so confused About how science works Like right. I was like I actually understood that Why are you confused yeah, like, like her, her of all people Should have gotten that
1: It goes in the coils To the vacuum And then it comes out Of the, the Is pads. that
3: my
2: dad's vacuum <laughs> Yes <laughs>
1: Yeah, girl. Yes it is. He was, like like
2: ben, he was like, Why does your dad vacuum? <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> he's he's very perturbed by uh by uh, <laughs> Mr. Like, Mom over weird. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so after this he Larry looks in the book and he sees that there is a recipe for uh, boogie goo,
3: but I think that also in this scene we get the first glimpse. I mean, we saw his eyes turn oh, yeah, purple, right. but I kind of just at that moment thought that his eyes turned purple like he just got mad, and that's something right. that happened. But to we see friends. like his little fingers. So are Starting to turn boogie like, yes. like they're getting long and witchy and crinkly or whatever. Cr- crinkly, crink, wrinkly.
1: Yeah, he gets crink- crinkly. And so, yeah, I yes, get crinkly. Fra- Francis walks away and he's hit, like hitting his claws or whatever. And then he sees a pair of scissors and he tries to <laughs> chop them up. So, I guess that that kind of works. <laughs> it um, looks
3: like a scissor. So gross, though. <laughs>
2: so weird. This when they're
3: making the nasty boogie goo. Yeah, no, well, it was right before that. But, blech, yes, blech, so blech. at this point, the parents. Well, the dad. They came back. The dad is like, oh, I'm calling the guidance counselor. She's coming over for dinner. I'm going to make That's literally
2: so weird. He's like, I have a turkey to make or something. I, you should I have like, that whole roast. literally never do that to your teenage daughter. Do not invite the guidance counselor
3: from the school to dinner. <laughs> over to dinner. So he invites her over. They're all having like family dinner pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's going pretty cool. It's going okay. Until Francis is it's like. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Something weird is happening. What is
3: happening in the kitchen? She
1: excuses herself. She goes to the kitchen. And and
3: this is where I was like, I've seen this scene. Right. So up until this whole point, I had no idea what was happening. But then I was like, oh, yeah, this crazy, like, nasty stew. The nasty goo.
1: So he's in there whipping up a concoction. He's got all this purple goo. And he's like... Uh, I'm making over here. I'm making uh, Boogie goo. It's awesome. It's got rotten eggs. It's got brown sugar. It's got bacon grease, bugs, iron slugs, cafeteria leftovers, literally, and one of Bert's gym shocks run through the blender. Uh.
2: And she was like, "You wiped out the blender, right?" Old sweat. So, so disgusting. Disgusting. that's why the gym socks in there. It's literally so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about what you said earlier. Yeah, we have to tell Emily later. We can't say it. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: so so he's in there making boogie goo, and it's it's absolutely disgusting. It, apparently, it smells putrid in there. Um, no doubt. Larry hides because mom is walking in, and mom's like, oh, my God, what is happening <laughs> in here? Francis, how could it's you disgusting. have possibly done this? You got up from the table three minutes ago. How did you make <laughs> this much of a mess this fast? and francis is trying to make up some weird excuse and mom's like hey if there's anything you need to tell me you can like tell me about it because i'm your mom and i just want you to be safe i don't want to punish you but oh my god it smells so bad (laughs) in here
2: i uh, literally was like i their mom is being too nice i'd be so done at this point right
1: yeah it's over they didn't they haven't even grounded her at this point right
3: no yeah and i think it's because she like at this point i kept saying like what is this lady's job because you can tell she's some type of like empath type of position and then at this point she says she's a cultural anthropologist so i feel like she's like studying her daughter right like what is yeah? Happening? That's what is, true. What is going on here? And the dad is just like up to here. Oh, the
1: dad like is done. over
3: oh, all Oh, I'd of it. be, I'd be done at oh, this for point. for sure, for sure.
2: So
1: back out at the dinner table, uh, dad is serving what? Is, what is it supposed to be?
2: Piggly
3: Wiggly yogurt. Is
1: that what it is? I have is no it idea. The, the yogurt goo or whatever.
3: It had to
2: have yeah. been something inside of a blender. It was something in the blender, probably. Yes, I like? I thought it was like
1: an eggnog. It was like type a pudding. pudding. It was like pudding, like pudding or something. some kind of pudding. He serves that to uh. A little darwin the mom and uh the guidance counselor and the guidance counselor takes a bite of this pudding goo or whatever and she's like i taste a hint of nutmeg and then she pulls an entire i, I sock,
2: literally can't a
1: sock strand out of her mouth and it's I made a big deal about the cheese earlier, but this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. (laughs) It's really, really gross.
2: I literally can't. I looked at Andre and I was (laughs) doing this out. I was like, I'm gonna throw up.
1: Michelle almost threw up while we were watching. I
2: almost (laughs) threw up because I.
3: This is disgusting. I feel like I don't like it.
1: It was really gross. Um, so.
3: But (coughs) one of we missed one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yes. Is so what we kind of are going back and forth. You're mm-hmm. seeing like kitchen, dining room, kitchen, right. dining room, kitchen, dining room. And so mom finally goes back out to the dining room to see all of this craziness <laughs> unfolding. And um, Frances is in the kitchen and she's like, Larry, where'd you go? Larry, mm-hmm. Larry, Larry. And she realizes Larry's inside the pot. In the and it's oh, a my gosh. Pot. Yes. But he's in there and she takes the top off and is assaulted by the putrid smell. <laughs> but Larry... Like, climbs
1: out of he pulls this pulls himself thing. out of the pot, it, which is, like, it's a big pot, but it's not big enough to hold, like, a 14-year-old boy. You no. Know? It, it, and so he's magically pulling himself out of this goo. And he's like, oh, snap. Mm-mm, boogie goo. And he's, like, <laughs> licking it and tasting it, and he's loving it and stuff.
2: I'm, I, like, literally wanted to throw up.
1: And she's it's like, so are disgusting. you okay?
2: <laughs>
1: and he's like, <laughs> boogie goo. And then she says something, I, I don't know exactly what she says, but. It, it, it's, it's nothing accusatory but she's like she's like hey Larry are you okay and he's like I'm not turning into a boogeyman okay I'm not I'm not doing it I'm not turning into a boogeyman don't go there Francis is what he says um, and then he, he runs away and he drops some of the boogie goo on the, on the floor Darwin, Darwin, we
3: immediately know he's turning into a boogie Oh, man. Yeah, oh at this point, he's for sure, so he's getting boogie.
1: He's getting boogie, for sure. Um, Darwin, That's he he runs upstairs because he doesn't want to see the guidance counselor puke, and uh, <laughs> he steps in the boogie goo himself. Francis goes up there, Darwin's up there, and Larry are all up there. I think Larry is in Darwin's room, and he's, like, cowering on the floor. He's, like, shaking and stuff. Francis goes in there, and then Darwin comes into his own room, and He's like, Francis, who are you talking to? She's like, I'm have, trying to have a conversation. Get out of here. He's like, this is my room. I guess I'll just go to yours. Then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> so he walks back to Francis' room. And Larry is...
3: Does t- the creepiest thing of this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
1: just... He's like, I wrote, he's like 75% boogeyman at this point.
3: <laughs> he's mm-hmm. he's
1: really nasty. He's got the teeth. He's got the eyes. He's got the claws. It's 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 gross. And then... um, But this is where he does the... Yeah, he, he crawls. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. He crawls towards her with his little boogie, boogie fingers or whatever. Which
3: it's like pre the ring. Yeah. So like, I don't think I'd ever really seen something like that. So I'm assuming if my kid self saw this, I would have been much more scarred mm-hmm. having seen it for the first time. Because I remember the first time I saw the ring, the girl crawling out the well. That the was like, like extremely, that. yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) petrified for sure but this was how he did it like i mean his legs weren't coming over the top but like (laughs) yeah (laughs) he got the shoulders and the elbows and the fingers and it was
1: creepy he's 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 losing it um and meanwhile over in francis's room you see the purple light coming from under the bed and then darwin is like whoop taken he's he is gone um francis runs runs in there and then larry explains that he's in boogie world now and we'd have to go down into boogie world in order to rescue him. And if we go down there and I go full boogeyman, then you might be trapped in Boogie World forever.
3: I don't remember this part of the movie. Like, I had at no all. idea if we were actually going to see what Boogie World oh, looks like. I see, did not know. That's that. what
1: I mostly remembered about this movie. Oh, no, I didn't remember the this. Purple part at all. land under the bed, and I thought that we were going to spend actually a lot more time there. Mm. Um,
3: I kind of kept thinking, like, is this going to be Beetlejuice esque? Like, yeah. what right. is it going to look like down there? Um, I I didn't even think we were going to go really under the bed. I thought it was right. more of like a. Just foretelling that there is something on your yeah. head.
2: I mean, I thought we were going to get more Boogeyman, like FaceTime with Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, at this point, it was good that we got some FaceTime with him. But I was not a fan of them going to the Boogey World. To Boogey World. No, like, that wasn't for me. It's,
1: it's definitely odd from, like, a logical standpoint. Like, if the Boogeyman is real and he does haunt children, but it's not like children get taken by the Boogeyman all the time right that's not part of the I don't know and maybe that's
2: why I thought it was weird like I get that they were going to go under the bed but I just like the way that they made the Boogie World I wasn't a super fan of right, that yeah. being so, just like toys and things like so
1: that so Boogie World is like an expansive version of what's under your bed so everything that's under your bed lives in Boogie World as a gigantic figurine so if you got a toy car under there it's gigantic if you got an mm-hmm. old moldy sandwich under there it's gigantic Ugh. and smelly And um, but also there's yeah like,
2: that grossed me out dude also there's
1: like Cliffs and fog and draw distance. Like there's castles in the background, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's it's weird in Boogie World. Um, so they go down there. They bring the temporal fuge. They have it plugged in to the wall outlet in Francis's room, and there it's attached to an extension cord. So they're going down there. They step in sandwich. Uh, <laughs> it's apparently, oh. some maggots that oh. are in the sandwich oh. try to attack them, oh. um, which is gross. Uh, larry is getting more and more boogeyman as as time goes on they find a toy car they wind that up and then they drive through boogie world which is which is kind of cool it's very uh honey i shrunk the kids esque that that type of set but
2: i just like didn't like that part i don't know maybe it just grossed me out after i saw the sandwich i was like i'm done i
1: mean it's nasty down there yeah if it's not dust mites or the old moldy I
2: needed to clean my kitchen after i watched (laughs) this movie (laughs) i was like
1: ah it's pretty gross um so they drive in far enough um Larry gets booted off because the extension cord doesn't reach all the way, Um, but then they find Darwin, and he is inside of a dirty sock or something like that. The boogeyman is trapped him. Um, So Francis goes to try to rescue him from the dirty sock. It's tied up real tightly, I guess, because she can't get him out of there for the life of her.
3: (laughs) For 25 minutes, practically. And
1: and then the boogeyman rises up out of uh, something, and Larry kind of has to fight the boogeyman for a while. He tries to attach the, the temporal fuse to him, but the extension cord runs out so he he can't reach it and then it unplugs itself so he can't even turn it on and uh he's fighting the boogeyman and then he's like turning into the boogeyman even more and more and i think at this point he has gone full boogeyman and he and the boogeyman like high five yeah
2: they like they like team up they're
3: ready to
1: have a (laughs) boogey moment um they drag darwin to like the edge of a cliff they're gonna toss him off and then francis and i'm thinking in my
3: head like my logical brain like okay, so is he just going to pop out the other side of the bed? Like, what's going to happen to him if they throw him off? Right.
0: You know? Yeah. Like, is
3: this an actual bad thing that they're going to do this, or is it saving them from Boogie World?
1: How does this world actually work? They, they do enter a portal in, to, in order to get That's into true. Boogie World. So maybe it's just, like, closed and open at, at certain points hmm. or something like that. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, so Larry has turned full Boogeyman, and Francis drops a giant book onto the boogeyman and then she kind of has to coach darwin like hey darwin you i know i said don't believe in imaginary things but you have to remember your friend larry you mm-hmm. have to remember you have to clap if you believe in larry and that's yeah,
2: where i was like okay jinkerbell
1: and so yeah so he does that and then it it works it magically turns larry back into larry and he's no longer uh boogie larry he's wearing his cowboy outfit
3: well and i don't know if you remember this or if you caught this but i thought this was just freaking cute was that I think Larry looks the way Larry does when he's interacting with Darwin because Darwin has the his toys, the toy, action figures. the figurine that looks exactly like Larry. Right, yeah, he's exactly. Got a, he's got a the, black cowboy that hangs out on so his nightstand, cute.
1: and so that's what Larry Houdini, the the imaginary friend, is based off of. And I think most of his outfits are other of
2: like action figures yeah, that, that
1: Darwin has. Yeah, yeah, which
3: is
1: which is a really cool. I detail. like that. Um. So yeah. So he comes back as the cowboy. And then the the boogeyman rises from inside the book, and they have a, a straight up uh you know superhero end of the movie fight. Mm-hmm. Um the 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 boogeyman grows two long fingernails I'm to fight sorry, with. I'm sorry,
3: it was <laughs> disgusting Wolverine bone fingers, and that this was disgusting. disgusting. I don't <laughs> did not like that.
1: Uh, he's fighting him. At Larry has a has a giant pen. He's like the pen is mightier than the sword. And then he grows a second fingernail. He's like the pen is mightier than two swords. And the uh, fingernail cuts through the pen. And he's like, "Okay, I guess Pickendale's nails work against pins. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> so that's I mean, it
3: was silly, but it was it was it was cool. Yeah. Like it wasn't like killing me or yeah. Anything. I
1: mean, it it was um pretty rudimentary, but I mean, it was kind of like uh, Power Rangers choreography but like, fighting. How,
2: how
3: scary could they get though? Right. I think it was it was fun.
1: Yeah, it, it was it's it's a it's a fun fight scene mm-hmm. here at the end. Um, so and they
3: finally, at this point, get the centrifuge, what is it called? The temporal fuge. I want to call it a centrifuge. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, Frances plugs it into like A, a battery a that's battery. under her bed. Yeah, she converts some electricity. I guess she is good at science or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so she does that. She turns it on. She attaches it to the boogeyman and... Uh, the boogeyman grows older and older and older, but then you realize that it's become an old woman and not an old man. And
2: she that like, was like so, Franny. I was like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah,
1: I was like, "What is going on here? Why? Why did it turn it into an old lady?" Yeah. Um. So it did that, uh, and then once they which turned it off, which is funny
3: because Luis at this point was like don't even tell me because <laughs> we had a, we had agreed by now that like she's she's been lying about not having had right. a an imaginary, an imaginary friend, friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Luis was like you better not tell me that her her imaginary friend was a girl but she turned into a boogeyman and we've been up in here talking about the boogeyman this whole time <laughs> like he was so mad it yeah.
2: was Very just funny. like weird to me i'm like i don't understand why they made the boogeyman a man then
1: it's some weird boogeyman powers, I guess. It just uh, transitions you, no matter what kind of imaginary friend you are.
3: I guess non binary.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very odd. Um, but yeah, so they they turn it on. She's an old boogeyman lady, and then it shorts out because the battery didn't have that much power in it, I guess, and that reverts her back to boogeyman age, and then. Frances finally admits that she did have an imaginary friend. She was the only one who called me Franny. And then when she says that, the boogeyman turns into the imaginary friend. Her name is Zoe. And she's like a weird British lady, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like
3: a Victorian.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe she's the, the doll from the beginning.
3: Yeah, I think she's yeah kind she of She looks like the doll that yeah. was like staring at her
1: okay that's cool i just i just realized that that's that's interesting um yeah so so i mean that's that's kind of it they they take darwin out of that sock <laughs> and then they exit uh boogie world and then her parents come in and see francis and darwin but also you know larry and zoe are there and they're like you know what we thought about it, and I guess we forgive you now. I, 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 did, I did I miss no, this part? What did they said, Forgive her. They
2: said they um, went onto the internet. They, they went onto the internet and saw that this same stuff is happening in the town next to them. Ah. So that it must just be the same people doing the stuff and not their daughter. Okay. Gotcha. I was
3: like I was like weird. okay so you whatever so they're so boogie <laughs> shenanigans are happening all boogie over shenanigans Middleton happen,
1: uh, worldwide apparently <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these boogeymen the uprising is happening um, but uh, but yeah the parents come in and they're like you know what uh, we're 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 proud of you and we they're forgive you and we're game. sorry it's <laughs> we're in the end game now um, <laughs> and then Darwin who now realizes that Larry is real and is his imaginary friend he starts talking to 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 Larry from uh. Uh, Dad's back where he is, and he thinks that Darwin is just talking to Francis, and he's like, "I believe in you, I believe in you," and Dad is like, "I believe in you too, Francis," <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's, <laughs> that's nice." Um, they leave the room, and then Zoe's there, and they go over how she's a boogie person and not a boogie man. <laughs> it's it's boogie person and 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 larry's like okay i get it those are pronouns whatever sorry (laughs) (laughs) and um and then there's another scene where they go outside because
3: so at this point they're like all right we got to go and france is like what do you mean you got to go and they are like well we got to go like fight this boogie person in this next town and she's like okay well i'll see you later and They're like, no, we're not going to see you again because you don't need us. You're old enough to not need emergent. (laughs) Emergent. (laughs) Emergent. You don't need emergent (laughs) or purple. Emergent (laughs) or (laughs) purple. And um, so they go to leave. And I know this is your major issue with the movie. Because I I literally
2: can't. Okay, so... (laughs) I think this is why I was like the end of the movie sucked. So she's like upset. She's like, well, I don't understand. And they're like, you don't need us anymore. And and her friend Zoe's trying to explain it. And Larry's like, no, stop it. Hold on, I got this. I got this. And like kisses her.
1: He goes over to her. And he puts the the Mac on. He's like, hey, girl. <makes noise> And, and
2: I, that and was supposed to like, Andre said it was supposed to be like, see, you don't need me because you're into me. You don't want to be my friend like you would want to be my girlfriend. The
1: kiss is over and Francis <laughs> is like, oh, maybe I am not a kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, honestly. wow. OK, so, so an
2: awakening in her loins. OK, because there. that was awakening. awakening, y'all. <laughs> I, well, that's what I was like. Is that the point of this right now? Because why did Larry kiss her? Like they did not need to do that at all.
1: I mean, I think that's that's kind of a demographic thing. You know, this movie came out in the same year that Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. So I think they're targeting the a tween audience or whatever, right? So, But I
2: never got any vibes that Larry liked her at all. No, but there was some
1: just like, you know, from, from Francis that she was like, uh, you know oh my god a cute boy is like looking at me what's, yeah. what's going on over there and then her yeah, friend like has a crush second. on Bert you know there's there's a, a romance like the sprinkled old, yeah, in yeah you know? we're
3: getting a little bit older in our demographic I right yes I didn't movie. need it I was like that
2: was so stupid sure yeah, 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 yeah,
3: well it's interesting too because I was reading an article about this movie and it was saying that that was a con- well, this whole movie was controversial when it came out because parents were, like, mad oh. that it was scary and mm-hmm. that it was scaring their littler kids. Right, yeah. Um, so Disney Channel actually pulled it from oh. um, programming for a couple years. I did not um, know that. Because they were like, well, I guess if you're going to put up a stink about it. <laughs> but it's interesting because that was one of the, um, the... The kiss, actually, was one of the things that was highly contested when they were going through um, like test groups. Mm-hmm. I don't like. What do you call that? Focus like groups. Yeah. Focus groups like yeah. what, before it came out. And they were like, it was like a race thing too. Like, ah. well, why is he just coming in and kissing this girl? Mm-hmm. And she didn't want, like it wasn't like, something sensual? she asked for. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I didn't take that from it. I and just I thought was it was And I was like, weird. that's not what I got. But right. the director was like, even, this role was not written for like, an African-American boy or whatever a but once he once we casted him i didn't want to change my vision and i think it worked perfectly yeah. it That's does just what i wanted it's right. fine just weird but i think it was interesting that that became like an issue right. not because it was weird but, but because it because was of like the race. of who <laughs> the person was that was casted that didn't matter That's at all it was just weird yeah
1: i mean it, it, it just popped into my head but it's similar to like thackeray binks from hocus pocus mm-hmm. who kisses uh the who, who 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 does the kissing? Somebody somebody gets some smooch was going on so weird. at the very end of that movie, and mm-hmm. it's like a ghost kiss or whatever. It's like okay, I guess we I guess we can do this. <laughs> sure,
2: <laughs> always has to be a kiss in these tweeny movies, you know?
1: Right, that's the thing. Is I'm that trying to
2: think. Yeah, who did he kiss?
1: Was it the little girl? No, no, because he's he's older, right? And then Max is with the other girl.
2: I don't remember,
3: guys.
1: I don't remember either. But somebody gets a smooch on, I think.
3: Yeah, but Max gets a smooch on. But doesn't Thackeray kiss somebody? I
1: thought Thackeray kissed somebody. I thought it was maybe a, not. A ghost smooch. Maybe
3: it's just Max.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anywho, mm. dis- disregard that that reference.
3: That was three years ago, y'all. We yeah, don't remember well, what I happened. I can't remember
1: that movie. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, and, that, and then the the movie is is over. But, but yeah, that it, that was a very interesting avenue that they decided to take these these characters on. And yeah, I didn't I didn't like love it or anything like that, but the rest of the the conclusion I I I like.
2: mean, the, well, you you missed the last scene which was cute that um Darwin got into bed with his sister and he was saying about how he's scared mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, did you ask Larry how to not be scared?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "No, Larry told me to ask you cuz you're gr- going to be a grown-up." Yeah. And she <laughs> she basically uh told him that grown-ups fake it till they make it. Yeah, and I was like, like." like, they were like I yeah. was like, yeah, you're right. He's homie like, he's like pretending
1: too. to not be scared. Okay, I guess I could do that.
3: And, and you're like, mm-hmm, yeah. 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 That
2: sounds about that sounds about do. right. But Fake that was cute. You make it, Darwin. And uh, that was, yeah, like I said, that was oh, the end of
3: the movie. I just looked up a picture of the porcelain doll shown at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's 900% her Zoe. Yeah. her imaginary friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like okay, her cool. whole outfit and I'm glad that I realized that. Good. And then the
2: credit song was Boogie Wonderland. That's the song. Oh, yeah. The thing. The like I'm all save that. Boogie Wonderland.
1: Oh, that's why that song was stuck in my head earlier today.
2: Yeah, because yeah, it was the credit song. I was like
1: singing it in the shower. I was like, where am I getting my boogie on? But, boogie Wonderland. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That is Don't Look Under the Bed. Overall a pretty solid Disney Channel original mm-hmm. film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh dear, I thought I had the Rotten Tomato score up, but I guess I'll have to refresh. I feel this like page. I want to watch
2: Under Wraps next. That's the one I remember because for some reason I was like thinking of the Under Wraps face, well, and then when they showed the actual Boogeyman, I was like, "That's not what he looks like." Nope, that's not him.
1: Yeah, the um the the story in Under Wraps, I guess, is. Somewhat similar. There's a bunch of kids, and they find a mummy, and then they gotta hang out with them during the the evening and take yeah, the Yeah, it's similar. The mom falls in love or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that movie was cool. I think that was one of the first Disney Channel.
2: I think that movies. was the first one. I was getting it confused with this one. Right,
1: right, 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 right. Um, I'm trying to look up the score for Don't Look Under the Bed on Rotten Tomatoes, and the website is giving me some issues. I apologize. Give me one moment. Do, 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 do. I will say that do, this do, 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 movie do, do, do. has a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. And I still don't have this website up. All right. Okay. It made no money because it came out on the Disney Channel. Um, but according to this Wikipedia article, it was the second DCOM to receive a TVPG rating due to its scary scenes. According to the director... There were a number of meetings where we talked about the tone and what Disney wanted it to be. Scary, but not too scary. That's the bar we kept trying to find. Everybody thought we had hit it until they started getting derogatory mail after it aired. Disney Channel ultimately stopped airing the film at the request of parents who thought it was too scary, but it is now available to stream. I don't think it's too scary,
2: but I could see like if someone like Adeline watched this, she would be like, whoa, Yeah, you have to be like a certain age, but I mean,
3: Disney Channel. But that's what makes it PG is saying it really isn't all audiences. No, but I
2: feel like Disney Channel, I mean, they probably shouldn't have been having their younger kids watch it in the first place. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's like too intense for a four or five year old, but like just right for a ten year old. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes, which is loading on my phone now. Actually, no, it's not. I don't know what's happening. Maybe, maybe their maybe website's down. Maybe this page has been deleted or something like that. I, I can't. I can't find the yeah, score. their
2: website might be down.
1: I apologize. I probably should have looked at it earlier. Let's say it got a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Just add
2: it in the episode <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Both we'll rate it ourselves.
1: Yes, let's give our ratings.
2: <laughs> well, Luis gives it a sleepy rating.
3: Yeah, he's sleeping. He's out. Sitting up, poor guy. Would you like to give it a rating, (laughs) bud? He went, (laughs) what are you going to give this movie?
0: Like I mentioned earlier, right (laughs) before I dozed off. Mm -hmm. Did you mention anything in this (laughs) episode? (laughs) Way earlier. (laughs) It was well made, um, given the fact that, you know, this movie could easily have been just one of those that, oh, man, I don't like it because it's dumb. Right. It could know, have been but a, it wasn't. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a solid C average. Seven out of ten. C.
2: Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good.
2: I'll go next. I was going to give it an eight because it held up well compared to some other coms that we watched. But just for like the weird boogie world stuff that I wasn't liking in, in that kiss, I agree with Elise. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. It was solid. It's a good Halloween movie.
3: And I liked it. Emily, I'm gonna give it like an eight or an eight point five because in comparison to some of the other stuff we saw, I liked this a lot better. Like, I don't remember what I just gave James and the Giant Peach, but I feel like I, uh, did. I gave it like a, like six. a five. Right. But yeah. this is like way better than that. Yeah, and this is a decom. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: You know what I mean? That's I true. Agree.
3: I'll give it like a seven and a half. No, I mean you don't have to change your rating, but I just, I like, like I will watch this again. Yeah. I thought this was cute. I thought that it had. Like, I want to rewatch it and watch for the little creepy things Mm -hmm. that are happening. Yeah, Um, There were some parts where I was a little freaked out in a good way. Like, it was a fun creep out. Um, And I like the shenanigans, like the jello in the pool and (laughs) the dogs on the roof and just the weird stuff that was happening. It was... It was like watching Halloween Town again, yeah. Like the first one and enjoying it. I that love much that movie because yeah. you get the little shenanigan pieces right. of it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So I'm gonna say like a like I'm gonna give it an eight, especially because it's a decom. Yeah, like it, I liked it a lot.
1: I think I agree almost wholeheartedly that this is uh, this is probably an eight. Um which is crazy. Yeah, for a DCOM, that's, that's it's really high. But it, it it's, once again, really solid. Like, it's it's not a bad movie in in any shape or form. And I like um, that
3: I couldn't predict it.
1: Yeah, that's the, I wrote that in yeah. my notes a couple of times. Like, I have no idea where this is going, but I'm excited to be but here. But that's what made know, you, like, want to keep watching it. Because sometimes yeah.
2: I'm like, hey, I'm over it, like, about
3: halfway through. But I was, like, into it. But that's, like, a perfect example of how I felt about, like, Maleficent. Yeah. Like, the second yeah, one we, we, we just were watched. were over it. Yeah. I knew what was coming Because you could just tell it was just a trope. It's just like, let's get here already Mm -hmm. so I can go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
1: Exactly, yeah.
3: This was just like twisty and turny in some good ways. So Yeah,
1: and you know, with this kind of story... They they were able to throw in a bunch of different things that didn't lead us down tropesville, mm-hmm. you know. Like I don't, you know, the story of the boogeyman isn't one that's universally told, so they can throw in all kinds of different stuff, that, even including imaginary friends become boogeyman. That, that was that's a it really made cool sense. detail. Yeah. yeah, that does make sense throughout the the course. It of was movie. it was
2: a ri- in like a very original twist yeah it.
1: and his subtle turn from like super fun imaginary friend to creepy scary boogeyman was like yeah. really cool to to watch i as agree well. <laughs> yeah oh yeah all right don't look under the bed uh, i don't have a rotten tomatoes score for it because rotten tomatoes is down at the moment uh so you know google it yourself it might be up by now um that is it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening join us on social media we are at the Waldfall pod on facebook twitter and instagram
2: we didn't tell them what we're doing next week
1: oh that's right uh next week we are watching the actually i don't we're know. we're watching a
2: movie that we're relating <laughs> to the fact that next week is elections Okay, That's you better true. have voted,
3: and if you haven't already, go and do it. Go, go and do, do it. it, or
2: like maybe put your ballot in the mail, like right now. Yeah,
3: check it out. If you're like
2: right now, put your ballot in there. So voting it,
3: eligible
1: age.
2: We thought that this was an appropriate movie in light of elections. Yeah,
1: it's it's a fun thing to take your mind off what really is happening in the world, and sure, uh, join us in fiction land. We are going to be watching the 1996 live action Disney film First Kid.
2: What's Sinbad,
3: starring Sinbad. Uh, I've never seen this, but I feel like. Like it's gonna be a like fun shenanigans. Remember, I've also never seen it.
1: I remember this movie being so good when <laughs> I was a kid. Like it was awesome.
3: But I feel like Sinbad's either like really good or really bad. So yeah. you know what I mean. Like especially, we'll in, take like, your word a, for it, Andre. This is you know? this is
1: Sinbad at his prime. It's the mid '90s. He's he's goofing and guffawing. He's doing all kinds. Does of fun he stuff. watch?
3: Uh, d- excuse Does he watch? Does he wear like? MC Hammer pants. Oh, in this movie? I, I mean,
1: he wears track suits. The track suits come out yeah. for sure. Hey. Um, he's playing a secret service agent, so he does wear like real suits a lot as well. But the track suits, they're in there.
3: Oh, so excited! Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, so it
1: this this, be a fun this one. is going to be a fun one. Um, join us next week for for some first kid goodness. You're not lying. You I've been
3: sitting on Rotten Tomatoes trying to get this to pull up for it's, days, and it's it is not, not, doing not coming anything. Out. I think uh, the website's down. Yeah,
1: I guess I guess they're down. Um, Who is
3: trying to Rotten Tomato right now I besides
1: don't know. It's us? Ten o'clock. You know, we
3: got to... Everybody, Everybody in the club getting rocked.
1: Got to get in. these movie <laughs> reviews in. Um, Everybody on the block. So, yes. Don't. As I said, at the Ball <laughs> pod, go there. Leave us leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of this movie. Don't look under the bed. Um, if you watched it, is it better than the other DCOMs? Did you like it more than our last movie, uh, The Adventures of Ichabod <laughs> and Ichabod Mr. Toad? I'll tell you what. I certainly did. <laughs> um, <laughs> that last one was kind of garbage. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> If you want to help support us, you can go to uh, any podcast platform that you're listening on and subscribe. Hit subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the places. Hit that. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Uh, five stars is the preferred amount of stars. But, you know, do, do what, your heart, uh, what your heart feels, you know. Follow it. Six. Um <laughs> yeah, six stars. That's right. Um and uh you can join us on Patreon where patreon.com slash the wall ball. We give you a little bit extra content for just a little bit of money. That helps us keep the lights on over here in this dark, dark up vault. Also, you can uh, head to our merch store, you get our brand new anniversary shirt. It's up there, it's waiting for your purchase. And uh oh, oh, Emily found the score. Okay, don't look under the bed has no. Score on the actual tomato meter, but the audience score is 68%. Um, does it just say there's not enough like critical views it on it? It says there?
3: Ther- <laughs> thermometer, <laughs> mm-hmm. tomato meter not yet available. Mm. So there's not a not applicable total count. It says mm. just no consensus. Yeah,
1: I mean, probably because it's a TV movie, I mean, but that, that it makes does sense.
3: say 68 oh. users score out of 851 user ratings.
1: Oh, that's not even that many. Hmm. That's that's pretty good. Well,
3: that's pretty low though for I liked it. Yeah, Anywho. I liked yeah. it more than
1: sixty eight percent for sure, for sure. All right, you guys, um, that's been it. Uh, uh we we love you. Uh, we, we we love you. <laughs>
2: we
3: love you.
1: We don't want you to get uh, captured by boogeyman. Please we'll, no. Join us next believe time for some you.
3: believe in your friends, y'all.
1: <laughs> join us next time for some presidential first kid goodness. The vault is now closed.